You're listening to the Power Platform People podcast on the CRM Audio Network with the bearded CRM guy Ian Connolly and the Mark Christie. The guys will take you on a journey of the Power Platform community. Here we go. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to the podcast with your favorite app and check out crm.audio for information on all the other shows on the network. Captain's log, star date, whatever we're on now. <laughs> yeah, back to reality. Uh, everything's calmed down a little bit after Scottish Summit. Will I say calm down? <laughs> calm down as we're about to enter a lockdown state. That has to come. And we'll come back around to the whole lockdown coronavirus situation. But Scottish Summit was so long in the planning that it feels weird that it's done and dusted. And that's it. Almost for, well, that is that for Scottish Summit 2020 anyway, isn't it? Oh, don't say 2020 anyway. That just leads on to folk thinking, I there's another one. <laughs> don't even start. Yes, so we have had nearly a month to recover before we actually can sit down and get together and talk about this because obviously work's been busy and everything else as well. And I feel a little bit tied up here and there, but... I mean, to be fair, we've not actually talked that much over the past month. No, I know. It's strange from going, speaking several times a day, easily. The past month, we've been in social isolation ourselves already. I think somebody messaged me the other night on on my phone saying, you've been quiet, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I think I've just taken a bit of a social media break. Yeah, no, I've done that. I've barely tweeted over the past two weeks. I mean, to be fair, though, I, um, I've i been, like, really, really tired for, like, you see, after summit, so the Sunday when I got home, I fell asleep that afternoon, and then literally I've been in bed at, like, 10 o'clock most nights. I mean, the puppy has been a bit of a nightmare getting up at, like, 5 in the morning, but <laughs> hopefully that uh, will Little Springer will do that for you, won't he? Oh. Little Springer will end up in the penalty box. That's where he's going. Oh, I've told I've told uh, Arthur so many times he's going to the Dockle. I don't think he knows what it is, but I hope he's scared of it. <laughs> I actually was watching, so, I mean, we're going to talk about this later on as well, but in my infinite perils of wisdom and scrolling through Reddit, there was a video of a guy, like, saying... Like, he was doing, dogs don't understand what you're saying, but what they were doing was saying it in a way to get the dog excited or sad. So he's like, ah, I'm going to put you in a home. You're going away. We'll never see you again. You're such an amazing dog that I want rid of you. And the dog's tail was wagging. He was jumping up and down. It was like brilliant. And then he was like shouting at the dog, you're the best dog I've ever seen in my life. And the dog was like mm-hmm, whimpering away. It's like, that is brilliant. They have absolutely no idea. No, it's just sound recognition. It's the tone, isn't it? Yes. But it's. I suppose that actually goes, not part of anything we're talking about, but it does go to show how much the song and dance of what you're saying is how it's understood. It doesn't matter what you're saying, but the the way you say it, where you accentuate words or don't and things like that completely set the tone of the conversation. Yep. So like every time I'm like, oh, you're the ugliest little dog I've ever seen in my life, aren't you? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he likes me, he likes me. Yeah, that's me, that's me, that's me. Ah, ah, ah. Rub my belly, rub my belly. <laughs> well, he's actually, I can't, he's got, um, I don't know if I told you this, actually, again, because we've not spoke much. Um, he has a hernia. Oh, does he? A puppy hernia? Yeah, so he's got a wee puppy hernia that when he gets to the inside, his nose, his, his nose clipped and sorted so he can breathe properly and doesn't sound like me 10 stone ago snoring. Um, 
Yeah, I'll be alright. I mean, that's what keeps me up most of the night as a dog. Like, I mean, I I actually thought at one point when this whole Corona thing kicked off that the army were landing in my garden with a chopper because it was snoring that much. Telling you, I I snore, but snoring is just a way to say to people, "I'm sleeping and you're not." <laughs> I've never and and it's that. obviously that's all it is, and it's. Every species does the same thing. Dogs do. Everybody else does it. But they're just like, <laughs> I'm sleeping and you're not. So that annoys me when somebody's snoring that loud because I'm like, they're doing that thing. They're telling me they're asleep, but I'm not. I can't sleep now. Bastards. So no, exactly. Summit. I think the other part of it as well was it was a three day thing. So I mean, it was. It was exhausting. Yeah. I mean, I. It was absolutely exhausting. The, the what was the first day? The Thursday was Nick Dolman. Thursday, Nick Dolman. That was actually yep. brilliant. I I kind of sat up the back of the room and listened in, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's cool, that's awesome, that's. Well, I tried. To, that was my plan was to sit at the back of the room and listen in. But I ended up just doing little bits of work here and there because there was still so much that. Yep. Things that I had to get organised and emails back and forth, and I thought, oh, I'd be able to sneak in in that session and listen. And what I heard was amazing. Yeah. But I'm so annoyed at the same time because I've got these snippets of things. I just don't know how they join together. <laughs> and today's podcast is sponsored by Nick Dolman. Go and sign up for his online course. <laughs> yeah, I need to do that. No, it was, it, it was good and everyone loved it and everyone got something out of it. So that's that's quite yes. cool. We never done anything Thursday night, did we? No. Uh, oh, oh I, I did. Remember, I had, uh, I had my daughter... Stuffing a thousand named, oh, yeah, <laughs> named the name badges for yeah. the thousand people that had registered. Yep, a thousand names yeah. and badges poked in the little things. Um, I mean, the people that didn't come in collectors, I've got them in the house if you want to come and get them. I'll still give you the name badge in the lanyard. Yeah, just don't register next year because you're bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is, there, is yeah. a, there is a certain name who has now done that for three different events that we've run, and I'll tell you about it later. But he is on, he's on the list. Oh, it has to he, be. He's on the list of Jericho. He knows who he is as well, but on the list of Jericho, amazing. <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm out in the office just looking at my wee uh, pop vinyl collection and having my wee Chris Jericho with his list. I'm like, yep, yeah, he's on the list. He has me. That's worse. That's, that's worse than Santa's bad list, right? Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, so we done that the Thursday. I, I did go out for dinner with a few people on the Thursday and kind of tried to go and See if I knew people were in town, I go to try and say hi and stuff like that. So I was running about a wee bit Thursday night. Then on Friday we were at the Scottish Unitic to do the hackathons. So we had Ben Vollmer doing his resource optimization, resource schedule optimization, RSO stuff. Uh, I was I kind of tried to really sell that for a lot of people who were interested in field service because RSO you can't get a trial instance of it. Yeah, it's the only place you're really going to get hands-on for it, and from Ben and access to the, the rest of the guys behind him there as well. That's such an amazing thing to get there to see it hands-on, understand what it's doing, and ask questions. And then we also had you had Manuela, didn't you? Over yes, at Incremental. I had Manuela, and it was power platform admin um, and around the governance on it. So it was quite good, and it was actually, for me, it was really good because I managed to get some tips and tricks because I delivered that session a week later at Microsoft in Edinburgh, so I stole a lot of her content. Cool. <laughs> but no, that was good. Uh, again, 
everyone got it. Loads of questions. Um, yeah. And obviously, I was running back and forward um, between between unis, between kilt shop, between <laughs> what else was that? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've probably done more miles on the Friday than I did on the on the Saturday. It's scary to think. And then the last session that we had on the Friday was the demystifying the CDS, which was Chris Huntingford, Lucy. I don't know why Chris always gets his surname when I say his name. Chris Hunting for Lucy Muscat yeah. and Lee Barker. Lucy Muscat, Lee Barker, Al Early, is it Early? Uh, there was a whole cohort of people in there helping take that class. Yeah. So that's that hackathon. And that was quite a, a full class. It was really busy as well. And I think a lot of people got a lot out of there as well. They actually had a challenge in it as well, where they had to basically build a solution using the power platform as much as they could and it was like whole captain planet saving the planets and stuff like that as well so that that was really good and i have to thank our sponsors for the hackathons as well for the lunch etc that we put on there yes we do indeed so that was that was good i mean the do you know what there's two bits i'll remember off that one of them is me, there was me, you, Chris, and Brett in the room next door while Chris was on a call. Yeah, <laughs> they paid me like Chris a was on a work call, and we were kind of in the room, slightly hyper because Brett's come over from South Africa, a guy we've known from our yeah. podcast beforehand and stuff as well, where we spoke about mental health and been, we've both been on his podcast talking some stuff. And it's the first time we've actually physically met the guy. Yep. So there was a, a whole bit of hyperness around that as well. And then Chris is trying to have a serious work call when we are basically just... Being children. Kids running about and taking the mic and noising them up as much as we can. So we went from there to the speaker's meal. Mm. Which I think went off without a hitch. Yeah, the speaker's meal was really good. Yeah. Again, thanks to the university for that, for kind of hosting it for us. It was, we had 90 odd speakers, 90 people booked in for that and trying to find somewhere to host that itself in Glasgow with that many people. Yeah. Was and me. we wanted to have it as a more social thing than being a meal, like a finger buffy style thing, something like that, rather than a sit down formal meal. Sometimes they just take too long. Uh, so we, the uni put on a space for us and that was amazing. I had some good food, had some good chats. And then from there on, went to the pub with a few other people. I think I we kind of retired quite early. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that's what happened for everyone else. But what happened for us was we got out of that place. We sorted a few boxes. And then we, because we hadn't had anything to eat, we actually got some pizza on the way back to the hotel. <laughs> that, that's really what happened. And we actually, I just remembered that. We got an upgrade on the pizza because of my Misfits t-shirt, didn't we? Oh, yeah, the guy came out the back like, where'd you get your T-shirt? We were like, sorry, what? This is not what we were expecting. Like, I've given you a bigger pizza. Like, okay, thanks, pal. <laughs> yeah, there was, honestly, for some reason, there was about three or four folk that night mentioned the, um, the T-shirt, which reminds me, actually, so we didn't obviously go straight back then at that point, did we? Because I remember being in some bar that we took everyone over to at some point, because that's where other folk were mentioning the T-shirt as well. Yeah, so we ended up down at Brewdog. Is that where Because there was folk down at Brewdog. So we went to Brewdog for a while and then on the way back up, went into the hotel uh, and said hi to a few people in the bar there and ended up 
getting some pizza and going and going to bed, basically. Yeah, and I never even ate any of the pizza. <laughs> we we actually had the pizza for breakfast, didn't we? Yeah, at five in the morning. Yeah, and like five six in the morning or something. Like that, a slice of pizza for breakfast. It was still warm. It'd be fair from the night before. So the staple diet of uh, cold morning pizza and tablet. <laughs> tablet, yeah, my mum, God bless her. Uh, made tablet for everybody again. Lucy requested tablet because she had some last year, and I told my mum, and she made me like a not even a carrier bag, like a holder, a tablet. It was much better than the vegan stuff I tried to make. Don't worry. Yeah, that's because it's got proper milk and proper butter in it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Tablet's just not my thing, but yet it was a bit of a lifesaver on the the Saturday. Oh, yes. Just needed a bit of sugar sometimes to keep us going. So Saturday morning, what seven o'clock at the uni for a setup? Yeah. Uh, we had our volunteers coming in, so I mean, we need to give a massive shout out to the guys that were volunteering. Oh, yeah, we can't you. thank them enough, and can't thank Robert enough for helping organise all of that. That was it, it made our day so much easier, actually. Uh, oh, without a doubt, yeah. If they weren't there, we'd have been screwed. Oh, that would have been crazy. There was like some things about where people had set up, some of the sponsors set up at the not the tables we had planned for them. So things like on the app and stuff weren't quite right because of that, but that's fine. But just logistics on a day, but missing pits that they were expecting or missing a plug or things like that. The volunteers we had were just on it. They'd come and tell us this needs done, but we'll get it done just letting you know it needs done and everything, everything else. It was amazing. It was so, so good. Yeah. Excuse me. So the, the main thing I actually remember from from the Saturday morning was dressing John in his kilt. Yeah, that's an interesting one. What met the guy the night before at dinner? The next morning, I'm dressing him like his father of the bride at my wedding. <laughs> that's exactly it. It's the weirdest thing ever, right, John? This is how you put on your shoes. This is how they tie them up. Uh, he had that whole question of, am I a true Scotsman or not? Yep. I was like, well, John, that's really your decision. But it's up for other people to find out. And we did warn him that there was a little so, step before the front row. Yeah, so he chose what he was going to do, and that's up to him to either reveal or not reveal to you. Yeah. But yeah, we had that conversation, and he got the his family tartan, which yep. is awesome. It's a nice thing to be able to give him. Uh, he got Gavin uh, the Piper to come back this year. Yeah, with a friend. Bring his brother-in-law for the drummer, yeah, which was a, a little bit extra, a wee bit value-add as we go. We like to make it a little bit bigger always. Again, I can, they look amazing. They always look amazing. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it was he's, just... He's such a good guy. It was different from... I mean, last time on the keynote, the 300 room wasn't totally full. Like, there was space on the right-hand mm-hmm. side. And looking back at some of the pictures, it's like, yeah, it was busy, but I mean... I think this year, when you look at the back of the pictures, when we had dimmed the lights and it was purple and the crowd and the whole place, 450 folk, even just at that point before everyone else appeared um, or had to go. It's to crazy. That place, it just looks like that, that picture for me is amazing. Like Obviously, standing there, you look up and you do the whole sort of... You judge the room and you look at the room and you talk to the room. Yeah. But I don't know if you're spatially aware of the size of the room. That's a big room. You can't see right to the back of it when you're at that front of that stage talking. No. I mean, if I'm really honest, I was just like, right, we know we've got about three minutes because John likes to talk. Yeah. 
So we got our bit, we had to do a little bit of chat, a little bit of an intro, and then you're just kind of looking and you walk off and you're just then, as soon as you step outside and off that stage, I was like, right, what's next, right? Who do I need to get where? What do I need to get where? I wasn't thinking about how well was John's speech going, even though I kind of, I jumped back into the control room and had a look and watch it for a bit. There's just so much organisation running about to get done that you just, the day goes by in a blink. It's the longest day of your life, but also the shortest day of your life. One of the funniest things was you were about three minutes behind me for everything. <laughs> like yeah, I, I went into the speaker's room and Ian's like, oh, I'm in the speaker's room. Yeah, I was in there three minutes ago. I'm now here. And then Ian's like, yeah, I'm there now. Oh, I've gone on to the next bit. It was like we were chasing each other around all day. I think I've ah, seen you about three or four times all day. It's funny, looking at the, the pictures the photographer's taking, right? But we're not in a lot of them. I just don't think we stood still. Yeah, or if we are, there's like a motion blur behind us. Yeah, it, it, it's such a... I don't know, if anybody's got any stories that they want to come and tell me about what I was doing, I'm going to fill in this blank spaces because I've got selective amnesia about it, I think. Yes, I... Yeah. I mean, there are just little flashbacks that I get here and there. But I sat in one session for about 20 minutes, and that was it. Well, that, I, think yeah, managed, I sat in a few sessions. I, I managed that I got two sessions, three, two and a half sessions out the whole day, and I wanted to make a point again. Some sessions, there were some sessions that I really wanted to, to go and view, particularly like the accessibility, the disabled stuff disabled and accessibility stuff like that within 0365 and what it can do like being dyslexic there's lots of stuff there that I had no idea I just have the things that I do to make everything work for me I mean to I be fair you struggled and I was like whoa you struggled to even get the title out there the what sorry you struggled to even get the title of the session out there Jesus I like I don't know what the session was called I, I, what ended up happening was I took somebody to the session because they were looking for, for a room and I was like I'll come up with you and as I got there I was like oh this is on my list this is one of the sessions I really want to go to yeah. now, so, I, got, I got half of one I got 20 minutes of one session then I was going to sit in Janet's session but that people just started pouring into that room I mean I one of the pictures that I took myself was me lying on the floor outside the room with people sitting mm. on the floor watching her yeah, and as Janet said herself, following the back of that, she always goes on about how user adoption people don't care about. <laughs> testify, testify to that. That that that's bollocks now. Like, if anything, that was the room that was the foolish room at that point in time. I went to go down yep. and do the same as you done. I think at the point you were taking the picture, I'm looking at it like, that's amazing. That's amazing to see because it's some one thing I've always been an adopter of. Well, actually, yeah. before I met Janet, we did actually. I remember seeing you at that point because we did walk along and then somebody grabbed us, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But you know, with ninety odd sessions, almost a hundred sessions go without any major hiccup. I mean, we we did have one last minute change, so there was somebody that couldn't come because their work had shut down. Um, yes. Early adopters, shall we say, of the the COVID nineteen policies um yeah sharon sumner um and literally this morning so this will probably go out that may go out today it might go out tomorrow but we loaded up her session she recorded it so it's now live so it's a secret special session if you want a youtube you will find yep. her session so we've given you one extra yep the only other hiccup that i'm majorly aware of that was a little bit uh, close who tries to fly without having valid ID? <laughs> Michael Roth does. 
gets to the airport, realizes his ID's expired. Yeah. A bit of touring and throwing and stuff. Not sure if he's going to get on a flight or everything else. Never mind anything else that was going on at the time, like the whole COVID-19 COVID and the potential that should the summit be happening or not happening. Yeah, he's just not going to get there because he's got no ID. Yeah. <laughs> got it sorted. Got on the flight, though. Yeah, and by all means, put in a conversation. So. Yeah, exactly. So, so again, thanks that. to everybody. I mean, I think at that point, we just took a little bit of doubt. So we did, we had to do a little bit of clear up, get things done before the end of the day for, for packaging everything up. Um, mm. We headed back to the hotel room when the pub quiz started. So we actually got in halfway along the pub quiz, I think. Yes. Just as our baby yeah, pictures were going up, weren't they? Yeah, just in time for our baby pictures. Uh, I don't know who actually got mine right or not. I know Janet was like that looking at me going, is that you? Yeah. Like, oh, I can't tell you. But yeah, I don't know who else did or didn't, but it's still quite funny that they were there. Uh, the pub quiz looked like an absolute blast. Yeah. It looked like a riot. I think Andrew Bibby and was amazing with it. Yeah. It was good. The venue was good. Everything was good about it. I mean, I, I don't actually think I can complain about anything apart from lack of sleep. Yeah, which... Let's be honest, we know that's going to happen. We, we took it up on ourselves and uh, and done what we've done, uh, put it all together. So the pub quiz was awesome. And the one thing I really probably personally want to thank everybody for is obviously during the keynote speech and on the day we had the Kilbride Hospice charity and John kind of put out a little bit of a message just asking everybody to put some money into it and through the donations on the day and some various other funds and things like that that have been happening and some money matching and stuff like that we've raised over £1,500 for them which is unbelievable it's an amazing it's it's amazing like at the point we're putting it together I wasn't sure if we'd get anything or not obviously that way we were like I took a lot of pressure on myself that was probably the thing I put the most pressure on myself from for the whole event I wanted to make sure it was it was there and, and, and that it was worthwhile and it's a great local charity. I appreciate not everybody at that event was local and, and that's the thing about something like that. It's just that paying it forward that little bit. It's a free event, stick a couple of quid in and, and there was some people done that. There was <laughs> uh, Marius from, wasn't even at the event, yep. put in over £100 himself because he knows it's, it's a good cause and stuff like that. And as he says, it, it means that he doesn't get one thing that he wants over somebody getting something they need. But that that statement itself just kind of put it together for me. Yeah, and looking at it, I think we're almost at two pound per person who attended, aren't we? When we work out numbers wise, we're not shy off it actually. So I think at the moment we're sitting at about fifteen fifty. Yeah. So yeah, about forty quid. I think myself and you can top that up and make it two pound per person. Yeah, which is awesome. That's an amazing achievement. Thank you very much. So. What else has been going on in the world after this? I mean, the thing is, we're pretty much the last event that has run. Everything else has been cancelled. Like, MV- I mean, MVP Summit. I mean, I'm going to go on a list of things that I've been cancelled on. It's like, here, Mark, do you want to go to Seattle for MVP Summit? Yeah, great. Okay, here you go. Uh, do you want to go to Amsterdam? Yeah, great. What about Tel Aviv? What about Berlin? What about Stockholm? Yeah, that sounds great. Well, pal, we're cancelling it all. You're not getting a summer holiday this year. Like, oh, <laughs> It's crazy right now, isn't it? Exactly what's going on in the world. But we need to do it. We need to we need to slow that curve down. Exactly. I mean, the thing, what it does show is we are not as prepared as a society as everyone thinks we are. We've got all, could you imagine this happened in like 
the seventies or the eighties. Nobody has internet. Nobody has WhatsApp. Spanish flu. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Spanish flu was absolute disastrous when it happened, and at the moment we don't seem to learn much from it. Massively, we have advanced in technology. We've got WhatsApp. We've got the house party app now, so we can all sit in the house and have a party. What's that? On our phones, we have a, a new app. It's the new social media app thing that's kind of kicking about where you set up a room and everybody can join it. So you could have like 50 people into it. It's like a Teams type chat, video chat thing. Where you get it's, Mr. Party, it's, it's like no Edmonds and Mr. Blobby on it because that, that to me is the only house party there is. Uh, it does have games and stuff in it. Brilliant. So you can do various things like that. So that's a big thing that's going to come on. So we've got this technology. That's brilliant. You've got a movie streaming platform, which has got that, the share thing where you can sit and watch. So you don't need to do that and chill. You can do that and watch with other people, which in one hand is good. But then I don't like going to cinema and chatting. I don't like watching the movie and chatting. So that idea for me is a bit. I think when sports come back live, that would be good. Yeah, so that that element of that would be good, but when Man City the team over and I can shout at Matt and laugh at him because he's scouts, that's that is my way forward. Yeah, but on the strength of that as well, you've got Netflix of what reduced their bandwidth in the in Europe. You see, I right, so I was watching product placement here, Better Call Saul this morning, like season five, and I didn't mm-hmm. notice any difference. It was still streaming in four K for me. So if you're an ultra four K user etc you'll still get your 4k you will still see it that way they've obviously they've obviously changed the codec of it to some extent or done something but they've massively reduced the bandwidth skype teams microsoft are reducing the bandwidth on that for video chats and calls yeah so there's lots of things like that so even though we have moved forward in technology massively there's an element when you're so dependent on technology that if the internet goes down work from home (laughs) that's hard streaming hard everybody most people stream their tv now whether it's yeah well actually even like i've got virgin media at home so that's all through the cable even my virtual media box is through the cable so i get tv just standard tv that i pay for through that as well as then streaming through like iplayer and all the rest of it i get my tv license so there's massive amounts of that that's we're so so technology dependent yeah it's going to be crazy is that infrastructure there to take that or not time will tell yeah, I mean, the one thing that we've been quite lucky with is there's a group of us. I mean, how many is? There's about 20 or 30 people who are all at different times of day playing Xbox. Mm-hmm. We can, like, jump on in our group, play some Xbox, jump out, um, a little bit of Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto. It's just it's connecting with people. It's just having that little bit of yeah. chat and saying, all right, what's going on? And Power platform crew. Yeah. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be the next sort of decent T-shirt we get, isn't it? Yeah, but so there's that. There's there's a few Teams calls. Uh, Emma and Dave were running a couple of Teams calls last week. Hopefully they continue that this week as well. We've got some team calls to drop in and out of. Same thing for that chat because, like me and you, we've worked from home and we've been isolated, if you want to call it that. For me, I just call it normal. Yeah. But a lot of people call it isolated. We've been doing this for years now working even when we work for partners i'm obviously contracting but it's still the same thing i work from home at least 50 percent of the week but it's different so it is different um working from home and working from home with everyone else home at the same time yes because i feel that i have to go in and check on everyone rather than just concentrate and do what i need to do 
it's, it's two totally different ball games. There's definitely an element of it. Like uh, the situation I'm in with my partner, she's been made redundant this year. Yeah. Uh, and was off work for with her dad and stuff like that last year. So Jen's been around the house more than what normally would be. But I, I still feel that. Like I don't like being in the same room when I'm working with her. I, I still like to kind of take my work away. But I think that's one of the things where I've always instilled that work from home. And you said it there yourself. You have to go in to check on them. Yeah. You still take yourself away and you still go to a space that is your work environment. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's would be where it's, where it's different to me, whereas I've got the office, yes. I've come out to the office, which is now, it's actually taken over more as a gym than an office, but it's starting to... Oh, I'll, show you, I'll show you my new weights, by the way. I'll send you a picture. You're going to love them. But, uh... Oh, you've not got one of those big, like, monkey bells, have you? No. Uh... So uh... You know what I'm talking about, the Joe Rogan one, the big monkey bell thing? No, it's not. It's not a big monkey kettlebell thing, yeah. but I'll come back to it in a minute. Uh, where, yeah, the, the work from, you've got the office space, so you can go out and you can do that stuff there. And for me, I've got, like, I, I don't have an office anymore out in the, sh- uh, the shed because I ripped the power out of it, but I've still got a space where I go and work. I set it up as an office, and at the end of the day, I close it down. I, I take my laptop, I hide it, because I know fine well that if I don't, I'll try and log on later on or I'll do something. So I've now purposely, like, I don't go on my laptop at night anymore, which has been weird following Summit because normally I'd sit at the laptop and because you've got a few things to do, a couple of emails to send or some images to prove or something like that. There's, there was always something going on up to that point. But the last couple of weeks, I turned a point, made a point. I turn it off, go on a walk, put it in my bag and go out. You're not even allowed to walk anymore. Yeah. <sighs> Interesting though, because I've got a dog. He needs out. I don't really know how that works. Yeah, I think what they say is as long as you're not more than two meters. Yeah. Inside somebody. It's the social distancing. It's still it's the social distance element. It's still prime there. It's the crossing the road if you see somebody or making sure that you're not around them. Now, it blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, there's it's ridiculous. There's still some absolute idiots that are like, oh yeah, let's go and do this. Absolutely. There's somebody that we know whose parent or in-law is self-isolating. And they went to visit them yesterday. Oh, it was okay. We were just standing in the garden. And we were like, what? So that means you're not going to have to self-isolate for 14 days. No, no, we never we never touched. We never seen them. Like, you were in the vicinity of them. Fucking Jesus. Well, as long as, if you're two metres away, I mean, you get lots of people do this, but they'll still go and visit. I don't know if I agree with that because nah. the people in homes, etc., and they've got elderly parents or people in hospitals and stuff like that, they'll go and they'll talk to them through a window. There was one that I seen, it was on Reddit, so it was a picture <laughs> of a guy that was going to visit his dad, and he took a deck chair and sat outside his dad's window. Yeah. And the two of them were on mobile phones talking to each other. Which, you can understand. I, I do get yeah. it. I totally get it, but there's still... So in that instance, I, I think you, you can still visit people as long as you're staying two, three metres away. Do you know the, big, the biggest thing that resonates with me? Have you seen the little flip book of the match? Like the rows of matches, and it's like yes. 25 matches. They strike the first one, and they all keep going on fire. And then they show you again, but just by taking one match out, the social distancing, the first four get it, you take that match out and the next 44 don't get it. It's like, that's the sort of thing that totally, even Boris Johnson could get that. 
So the thing with that image depends on the one you're talking about. There's one where you've got maybe 30 matches in a line and one of them's only pulled back 50%. Yeah, okay. That's still going to burn. Like yeah. there's no there's no social distancing in that. All they've done is they're not going to be at the point where the sulfur lights, but once that match burns down, they're still going to light they're still the bridge. But yeah, there's another one which I think is the right one and it has to be completely withdrawn. You have to make a bridge. You have to air gap that. Yes. So that it can't transfer. And the transfers through touch, you're not really going to get it from a kid coughing on you and stuff like that. That's not really going to be spread. The spread's about touching door handles, each other, and things. And then you touch your face, and that's when it starts going into your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your ears, your pores, whatever. So that that's kind of seems to be more how it spreads at the moment. So social distancing is important. Yeah. You, it's not that you can't go and visit someone, but if you do visit them, you're not sitting down having a cup of coffee. As as Nicola Sturgeon says, if you feel that things are normal, then, then you're not doing it right. Yeah, exactly. It's I mean, I I personally think it's irresponsible if you if you're out like there was videos of folk up in the north of Scotland all going out on like a big walk together. I'm like, how mm. People going out bike rides, people doing all this. Like, there's people at the weekend going to Loch Lomond. Yeah, it was like because it was it was quite a nice it was quite a nice day in central Scotland yesterday. Like, I was in the back garden most of the day. Don't get me wrong, it was a little chilly, but the sun was out. You could if you shut your eyes, you could have believed you were anywhere. But I suppose you could say that of anything. But it was quite it was it was the sun was decent when it was out. So we sat in the garden all day, but folk went out as if they were on their summer holidays. I mean, this is the summer holidays for most folk. It is, it's going to be, but I don't know. So the work from home, I think, in the current situation that we're in, you need to make sure you have your breaks. Yes. When you work from home, the one thing that I'll say to anybody that's, that's new to it, you're used to doing what your nine to five in, in the office, but that nine to five is broken up by people coming and talking to you. You're going to get a cup of coffee or a tea or going for your lunch and just having walks. When you work from home, you don't have that. No. So you end up, you don't take breaks. Yeah, the I mean, that you maybe the work that would normally take you six hours or would be a whole day, you can get done in three hours or four hours because you're not taking a break. It's not because you're you're working harder. Yeah, you're working for a year working harder. You're not working smarter. You need to still take your breaks and take your own time. It's all about your mental health at this point in time. Yeah, and we've talked about this on multiple different podcasts. So, right, a couple of tips from we'll each put a couple of tips in on how to do this so mm-hmm. so for me things that that make me kind of forget or tune in and tune out is podcasts this isn't a plug for us don't listen to us we hate our own voices so you must hate us as well but <laughs> listen to podcasts or the radio it feels like you're part of a conversation yes a lot of there's some really good podcasts where you feel like they're talking to you or with you and not at you so podcasts, music that you like, get up, walk about. If you are working from home with people, take regular breaks. Go out and just go and talk to them. Go and speak to people within your your house. Um, pick up the phone, speak to somebody. One of the things that I've said all along is FaceTime. FaceTime or WhatsApp video or whatever. I was going to say the WhatsApp video. Lots of people don't realise that you can do WhatsApp video and have up to is it three other people, four other people. I think it's three. 
Can you? A three in the chat. Yeah, you can have three people in a WhatsApp video chat. That's quite cool. I didn't know that either. Yeah. We'll have to give that a try. We'll we'll call a few folk up after this, actually, and let's just get everyone on board. Yeah, so you can have that chat there, and you can do your FaceTimes and all that stuff. And I think for me, like sitting down watching the telly is a bad move because you just become a bit vegetative at that point in time. So it's not saying don't do it, but I think one of the important things about working from home that we're all going to have to do is set a timetable. Yes. Whether it's a bit of paper or whether it's written on a wall or whatever, but make sure you get up in the morning and do something. Get dressed. Yep, shower. And, and, I, don't, and, I, and I don't mean and I don't mean get dressed in a shirt and tie. I just mean don't kick about in your jammies all day. <laughs> it's, you're not having a duvet day. Kick about in shorts and t-shirt if that's what you do normally. If, if that's like but something that you would still go out in if you needed to. But get dressed, get a shower, brush your teeth, brush your hair. Yeah. I know it sounds stupid because you're like, well, I'm at home, I'm not going to see anybody. But these are the things that make sure you still have that routine. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly, I mean, especially like me with this office. Get up, have a shower, and me coming out to the office is me going to work. So, yes. so getting up, getting ready um, is going to the office. So keep a routine. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I'll be brutally honest. Over the weekend, my... Um, my sofa has my ass cheeks implanted in it because there was nothing to do. Like the gym, mm-hmm. the gym's closed. I mean, I know I've got the gym out here, but I never came out until Saturday afternoon. So my ass cheeks were firmly embedded in my chair. Which isn't a bad thing. It is because I went down a bloody Reddit spiral. Well, it's maybe a bad thing to say where that Reddit spirit took you, but the idea of sitting down doing nothing for a day is not a bad thing. But Reddit is a great, I mean, <laughs> since I've, I've became really, I, I still have a Facebook, but I totally deactivated it. I've got nothing really on it. I've got a few groups I'm part of, like the gym is the main reason why I still have Facebook, to be fair. If I, didn't have, if I wasn't going to the gym and had that community page on the gym, I wouldn't have Facebook. But certainly, ever since doing that, looking at your usage of screen time, Reddit is always up there. It's totally where I waste my time. Yeah. And it's just, there's so many, the thing is, right, there's so many different subreddits. So, I mean, we all know that we like wrestling, we like hockey, we like football, so all of them are great. But when you go into a spiral, you go into a spiral. Like, I was looking at yesterday, and I tweeted it out, how thick a penguin's coat was. I mean, how the fuck did I get there? (laughs) What subreddit was I on that took me down that path? The best one is when you hit random and you just go and pick a random one. You're looking at it like, I've just opened up random just now and I've hit, oh, it's YouTube. That's not that random. I'm not that interested. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you just go totally, totally down. So if I go, let's just go, let's go reddit.com and let's see what it's going to give us today. But there's some amazing, there's some amazing today I learned stuff in there where you're just like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so, X. I was X days old when I found that out. <laughs> so here's a here's a totally really really random thing that has just come up, and it's freaking me out a little bit. So the fourth on the list on Ask Reddit are, what are some good internet rabbit holes to fall into during this time of quarantine? Oh man, asking like, that oh, on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, you just. Like today, I learned yeah that those are good ones, but you get the total like, um, 
unexpected. There's a lot or... of humour. There's a lot of humour in Reddit, right? And a lot of it could be offensive to some people as well. So you need to be careful, right? But yes, oh, like I think nine probably Reddit's called Reddit because when you see something on another social media platform, you're like, huh, I've read that. Yeah. Oh, right. So here's one. This is totally off, totally off piece here. But um, one about documentaries. I actually we watched the first episode of this the other night. It was Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. You need to have a watch of that. So if you like, I mean, you know what I'm like with my murder stuff, the podcasts. Oh, um, and there was the one on Netflix before. Don't fuck with the cats. So this is like, it's not the same thing, but it's like. A new uh, documentary crew were following this guy around recording anyway, and then he starts to like bring up a hit list of people. And it's like, wow, you've actually got this guy's mind as he's going through it, and you're recording for a normal documentary. This is mental. That is nuts. Right, I'm going to check that out at some point. Definitely, that needs to get a look in. Yeah, so what other work from home tips are there? So I think for me, working out. Take your lunch and uh, take your lunch and go elsewhere. Working out was a massive one, right? It's I I normally go to the gym three, four times a week. Uh, oh wait, wait, hold a minute, wait a minute here. There was some dick on Instagram yesterday outside posting pictures doing workouts on my Instagram. <laughs> I was like, what is this dick all about? And then I noticed it was you. Me, me, me. No, First time I've ever done it in my garden. So it was a Sunday and do you know what? It was absolutely grueling. I'd done 30, well, all in is probably about 45, 50 minutes, which isn't my normal gym session. But the normal gym session I do, I do strength and conditioning twice a week and then athletic training at the weekend. I say athletic training. I am not athletically built in any way whatsoever, but that's what I do on a Saturday. And then vomit profusely. (laughs) But yeah, so I thought I need to do this. I've I've been self-isolating for a week stepped back from the gym. The gym was still open, but I chose not to go. I'd ordered a few bits and pieces, like a glute loop, some resistance bands. And then I tried to get, I tried to get a kettlebell last week. Okay. I, I could get one that was four kilos. I normally lift uh, like a, anything from a 16 up to a 32, depending on what I'm doing in the gym. Yeah, on the kettlebell. I could get four kilos or five kilo kettlebells. I couldn't get anything else other than that. And also, I had no idea kettlebells were so expensive to buy a proper steel one. Yeah, I mean, I've got one. I've got seven and a half in my hand right now. But I think that's the biggest. I've got two. I think that's the biggest one. I think I've got a seven and a half and a five. So I ended up messaging the gym that I go to, and I was like, any chance I can borrow some kettlebells since you're shut? So I went down, I got a 16 and an eight. Okay. Yeah. So, so I was able to do a bit of a workout yesterday, as you've seen me doing my my first sort of stretching and things like that, and using we've got I've got old fashioned style clothes poles, you know, like the metal ones that are cut cemented and concreted into the ground. Yeah, I've still got some of them in my garden. I'm gra- grateful right now we didn't get rid of them, so I put my resistance band around them. But also use them as markers to do sprints between and high knees and figure eights and side steps and all that sort of stuff. So I've done a bit of a athletic conditioning, strength conditioning, stuff like that. But the gym are now going to move to online. Okay. I'm going to do some more of that stuff starting tonight. So for me, going to the gym is a massive thing. Yes, I still try to do something in the house. Whether There's loads now that are free. 
There's loads of people that are doing them free at the moment. So one of the cool things I've done is I, so out in the office, I've got the PlayStation. So mm-hmm. there is a yoga app for the PlayStation that cost me a fiver. Nice. So I, I have to move my stuff around a little bit, but I've got the yoga mat down and I've got that ready just to go. Well, you've got a yoga mat. I tried to get one of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried too late. <laughs> I had bought this around Christmas when I got all the rest of the, the gym gear. I had to take it over a certain value to get more vouchers. Mm. Right, I'll just grab Okay. That. I, I kind of wish I had one. I've got a camping mat in the loft, so I'm going to go bring that down because then at least, at least I've got something that I can do it on. But I always did it in my back garden, making up a routine. I've never done that in my life. I don't know whether I'm extremely proud or extremely dissatisfied of myself. No, it's, it's a good thing. It's it's using your initiative. I mean, so I've got my bike, I've got my cross trainer, my weight bench. I've even got myself a 10 kilo um, medicine ball, which oh, nice. I thought, I thought, yeah, this will be good. I'll just lift them up and like do dump, like I'll lift up and drop behind my back. It actually makes a big dent in the garden. So I think I'll, uh, I'll have to stop that one. But yeah, it's just, it's been innovative with stuff. Mindfulness apps as well is a huge thing. Any sort of meditation. Do I mean I've... It's just taking taking that time out again, isn't it? It's having that separation, I think, as well. That's your work, that's your house, that's your dinner, and then there's time for you. You need to make sure that your mental health is up yeah. there. Now, honestly, meditation, though, is, is good. I mean, I know folk think, oh, yeah, you need to be in Lycra in a funny position. You don't at all. You can do it seated as long as you're in the right mind frame. Stick a set of earphones in. Stick on like a beginner's one where you get the first three or four hours free and just do it for a couple of weeks. Honestly, that that five minutes, ten minutes at a time actually just clears your head and makes you think a lot more. Not, well, sorry, I said it makes you think. It makes you not think. Yeah. You concentrate on your breathing, you concentrate on your surroundings, trying to push your energy out. It's it just makes you just lose all the thoughts that you've you've had in your head. So I mean it's a quite a good thing to do. But yeah, so and everybody also has their other their own coping mechanisms, their own things they like to do, whether it's building Legos, another one I love. Uh, or playing with skeletrics, I suppose, if somebody's got skeletrics or trains, Hornby sets, I don't know. There'll be things that you just need to make a bit of time for and, and the one thing you have at the moment is time. Yes. Now, one of the things, so, what I've also been doing, because, because I've not done, some of it's taken up a lot of time, I've not done any blogging, I've not done any messing around with little bits of tech and that's the thing that, yeah, I know it is work-related, but it's it's not for me because it's something I actually like doing. So I was playing around mm. and created a Power Virtual Agent on Friday night, just just for shits and giggles. But somebody did, over the weekend, drop me a little message on LinkedIn to say that they've created a COVID-19 chatbot. That okay, what's that going to do? Basically, you ask it questions. So... Basically, right, let's, I've got it here, right, so if I click on... Can I ask it what, ask it what the cure is? <laughs> right, so I've just basically, the, the trigger phrase is high, so it's like, welcome to Renato Romeo's chatbot. Thanks for searching about COVID-19, and I hope that you protect yourself. What would you like to know more about? Do you want to know about the disease basics and how it spreads? So if I click on one of them, it then gives me information on it, it gives me links to go off to as well. That's a cool resource, actually. It is, I mean, it is 
different and I, I really like it. It's something It's a really it, good it's a good use of the chatbot and stuff as well and the whole platform and how it can pull all that and push that information out and give you a bit more. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Yep. So did I answer the question? Yep. Rate your experience. Awesome, Renato. That was great. I will share it on on social media. So you'll you'll be able to see that. And it is just something to pick up. It's it gives you information. I mean I don't think anyone's turned off from the the news because you can't get away from it on every single channel, but I've turned if, off all my alerts. If you want any sort of information, it is a good a good little resource to have a look at. Mm. I think that's better for me. That's one of the things that I've done is I've actually I've stopped watching the news to some extent. If I find if I need to know about it, I'll hear about it. I've turned off a lot of the alerts from news apps and stuff on my phone because it's part of my I was talking about earlier having a schedule. I've given myself half an hour, an hour to sit down at the night. Not too late at night because I don't want to go to bed thinking about it, but just after I finish work. So about six till seven, I'll sit down and then try and catch up with everything and take it into the day because I don't need it during the day. I, I don't have the headspace for it to take it all in at that point at the moment. See, I, I just hate the news, especially... Mm-hmm. The, news, the news to me has become a bit like the Kardashians. I mean, you've got folk like Piers Morgan who are so scaremongering and oh, it's just, what's the point? Give me factual you know or GTF. I'll give Piers Morgan his props. This morning he went off on a bit of a rant, which I'm sure you can go on YouTube. I've not seen it all, but I've seen a good kind of 30 sayings of it, and that might actually be all of it. But basically he was saying, what are you guys doing? You're going out. You've been asked to do one thing, and that's stay indoors and sit and watch television. That's yeah. all you have to do is sit and watch TV, and you can't even do that. Yep. No, I think I've seen a bit of that. Uh, you just kind of think, why are folk? Why? Yeah. Unless you really need to. Like, I went, I've been going look after my parents a bit this weekend. And even today, we took them stuff down, put it in their doorstep, rang the doorbell, and ran away. It's like the kindest chappy ever. You're not just chapping the doorbell and running away, you're leaving stuff and running away. I mean, when I was a kid, it was leaving a bag of shite and setting it on fire and running away. Fire. I, I didn't want to talk about that element of it, but aye, that was another that one. Not that I ever did that, right? Do you know, I'll freely admit as a child I was a nightmare and that was one thing that I would have done. No, that means you talked, you touched dog poo to put in that bag, you dirty git. Anyway. Uh, no, you just used to <laughs> like chasing somebody with it on a stick. <laughs> but, uh, it's it's an interesting place, interesting times right now, and I think... We could have a whole other separate session and probably should do about COVID and, and get some guests on as well to talk about it yeah. and talk about the experiences because, as I say, we're quite seasoned at working from home. Yeah. So talking about isolation, talking about all this at the moment, I joked at the weekend, we joked yesterday with, with the missus basically saying, I don't know what people are upset about, this is normal life for me. Like I've got no social life at nights at the moment because I'm, I'm downtime, I work. In the house, I don't really leave the house if I don't if I don't cross the threshold. I can deal with that to some extent until I get told I'm not allowed to do it. Yes, and that's when it starts playing on your mind. That's where the game changer comes in for it. Yeah, that's where it gets interesting. I think. Yeah, no, it is mm-hmm. just just making sure that you're in the right space mentally for it. Yep, and on that note, if anybody wants to reach out and have a chat. 
and it doesn't need to be a podcast chat. I just mean in general. Yep. You want to talk to some random Scottish dude about anything? Well, pretty much anything. There's not really many topics that will be off limits, but I mean, we're always here. We can jump on Teams, jump on something like Zencast that we use to record this or whatever, and just have a chat if anybody needs it. Yeah, and I think what we're going to try and do is get hopefully a podcast out every week, or maybe even two. We're probably not going to do our long format in depth tell us about where what have you come from where have you gone cotton eye joe and all that sort of stuff but it's going to be a half hour quick tell us about your social media tell us what you've been up to a bit like the kind of bite-sized ones we did doing the crm audio network just a bit of a chat just some random bants more than anything else like it'll be what it'll be we don't tend to script things maybe pick a couple of topics and say let's talk about this or talk about that but try and have it free-flowing yeah, just the more the more chat and randomness. I mean, we're random as hell as it goes. So, yep, I think that would be that be it. New podcast yeah, coming up. We, 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 <laughs> we did have some recorded for Scottish Summit, but there were a few technical difficulties, shall we say? Yeah, and there might be some through this as well. I know Mark's dropped out a few times and stuff like that, but you get the gist of what we're saying. Maybe I've dropped out as well, but do you know what? Before we get to an hour and take up the free time that we're telling you should have yourself, you should probably wrap this up for today. Yep, so we've covered Summit. Segment, whatever we call it. (laughs) Yeah, we've covered Summit, we've covered viruses, working from homes, tips, tricks and trades, and the awesomeness of everyone who gave money to... Ride Hospice, which is our main yeah. big giveaway or takeaway from, from Scottish Summit. Yeah, definitely. So yes, we, we are about, we are on social media, you can just search for us, we talk enough nonsense so we're not hard to find, So and we will probably speak to you all later on in the week. Cool, catch you later on. Cheers, bye.